following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Kyle Ranny, uh, jumping on, as I always do on Friday morning, discussing the game that was Thursday night, or at least part of the game. Uh, at the end of the third quarter, we currently have the Chargers up on the Chiefs, 14-13, to and uh, with the ball in possession. Not a great game here for Patrick Mahomes, guys. 20 of 29, 207 yards. Uh, nothing on the ground, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Travis or, uh, Tyreek Hill leading the way, 8 of 103 as receiving, 5 of 49 for Travis Kelsey. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Slayer leads the way rushing, 7 of 29. The Chargers, on the, on the other hand, Justin Herbert, 14 of 26, 137 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Justin Jackson leading the way on the ground, 8 of 62. Austin Eckler is 8 of 48. Three catches, 15 yards. Uh, one of the bigger stories of the game. We have tight end of the Chargers, Donald Parham Jr., who was uh, carted off and stabilized. He is in stable condition. There's no con- or update yet. Uh, d- laid out for a catch in the end zone and slammed the back of his head on the turf. Uh, so he was knocked out, not moving uh, good to hear he's at least in stable condition and best of wishes to him. But without further ado, guys, let's get on to our show. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, part The second part here, we've just discussed some of the Thursday night football that is going on right now as we're recording. Um but now we get on to some players and some options that we uh, we really like to exploit this week. Uh, week 15 of NFL action, for the most part. Um, <laughs> it's week one of NFL playoffs, unless you have a really, really weird league. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into some of these lineups and matchups we really like this week. Uh, pending, he's healthy. Number six ranked quarterback of the year, Jalen Hurts. He's been all over the field, rushing, passing, a little bit of everything. Um, outside of his last game being six points, he has not had a game below 10 so far this year. Jalen Hurts sees Washington, their 32nd in the league against the quarterback. I really like that. Again, pending he is healthy. Um, another matchup, really goofy, 18th ranked in the league. However, his last, uh, since week seven, he's only had one game below 15 points, or two games below 15 points, week seven being a five-point game. Uh, but the good the good of that, 26.4, 19.3, 15.1, 15.6, 15 even, 19.3 last week, getting the 32nd-ranked Atlanta Falcons secondary uh, and having a really easy playoff schedule. 
I like Jimmy Garoppolo here. The Falcons, the Titans, the Texans, the last three that are going to make any difference for them. Uh, really, I, I mean, in my biggest money league left, I'm streaming quarterbacks. I, I have Ryan Tannehill, who didn't exactly work out this year. Uh, and I'm rolling with Garoppolo this week. A bit of a risky one here. Almost a really risky one here. Monday Nighter, Justin Fields, he's been hot. He's been cold all year. Coming off his best game yet against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, obviously sat two games with the injury. Really started to come on here in uh, in week eight. 27 points, 17 points. Uh, gets injured in the Baltimore game. Misses the next two. And, I mean, Green Bay game, 17 points, two touchdowns. Yeah, he had two interceptions and a fumble. But Darnell Mooney should have a very, very favorable matchup as well. We'll get, on, we'll get to that later. I kind of like Justin Fields' upside this week. Um, if you're a DFS guy, definitely worth your play. The Vikings secondary hasn't been good. I mean, for Pete's sake, Ben Roethlisberger was just in the top 10 last week. And Roethlisberger has not been good at all this year. So Justin Fields really offers some high-end upside. If you're in desperate need, uh, Kirk Cousins, another one. It's not a sexy name. He's 8th ranked, so if you got him, he's, he's probably doing you okay. He's got that other game. He's, on, he's against the Bears. They're 28th. Definitely looking to roll that. Uh, and another league here, Taysom Hill. I picked up Taysom in a league, and I'm starting him. Uh, 32nd ranked, obviously, has barely played. He 22 and 26 points on fantasy in his two starts. So Taysom Hill, worth your your bang for your buck there. Tua Tagovailoa, he's got the Jets. I don't know if I'm jumping on Tua yet. Um, I mean, his highest of the season was 25 against Atlanta, the four-touchdown game. Since that... 15, 12, 16, 13, 17. He missed the Houston game injured. I don't love it. I don't hate it, but I don't need it. He might be worth your buck on uh, on FanDuel if you're looking to overload. But I don't necessarily think he's what you want to put your, your hope in here for your fantasy playoffs. Matt Ryan, another guy, a decent matchup against the 49ers. I don't think I'm jumping on that. Matt Ryan's been incredibly inconsistent this year including the last five, nothing more than 12 points. So Matt Ryan, to me, I'm selling, which is which is awful, considering from week two to week five, he looked like he was regaining his old form. Obviously, Calvin Ridley's a big factor in this. Uh, New Orleans game, week nine, he has 27.8 points, the second highest of the year. Then he has zero points while playing the game for Dallas, week 10. Two, 9.6, 11.2, 11.3. Matt Ryan's a guy I'm definitely not looking to jump on. Justin Herbert, obviously he's playing right now, but that's a, that's a matchup you should have been jumping on if you had it. Aaron Rodgers, another big matchup. He's against the Ravens. Ravens have not been good. They are 24th in the league versus quarterback. Aaron Rodgers has been getting red hot as of late, so we, we love that for Aaron Rodgers. Ben Roethlisberger, I don't see him doing it back-to-back. The Titans aren't good, but I don't see Pittsburgh really holding on in this game. And... Uh, a weird one. Obviously, we were playing Saturday Daily Fantasy. You want a cheap route here. Nick Mullins, uh, fun fact, has the most game or most yards through first 16 games of his career. Second most in NFL history, only behind Patrick Mahomes. So Nick Mullins might not be the sexy play, but he has the ability to hang some yardage here. Uh, wouldn't be shocked to see him get a real shot at maybe taking over a job in the offseason. Tom Brady has another good matchup. Obviously, if you've got him, he's your number one ranked fantasy quarterback. You're probably not going to bench him, especially against the Saints. Uh, the opposite of the spectrum here, though, guys, 
<laughs> uh, Cam Newton, P.J. Walker, Sam Darnold, whoever gets a start with Carolina, probably don't jump on that. Yes, the Bills are missing Trey White. No, I don't think it's going to make a difference. Carolina's been a turnover factory. Carson Wentz, they're seeing New England. They're, he's the second ranked. I'm not jumping on seeing Carson Wentz the starter. Jared Goff's an interesting factor. I don't trust Jared Goff, but I do trust uh, Amonra St. Brown this week. St. Brown has seen 12 targets per game the last two weeks, 24 targets, 18 catches. Goff's finally finding that out. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's a better fantasy quarterback from that situation, uh, as over the last three, his highest has been 19 points. But uh, I think it's going to help his slot receivers around them there. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, he's in here at fifth. Joe Burrow's in here at four. I don't hate either of those matchups. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is sixth, another like top player. It's tough to, obviously, he, you're not going to bench most of your top guys. Russell Wilson's kind of in the same boat. They've got the Rams, who've been tough. Russ is finally starting to cook here. Really had a decent game, but however, that was Houston. He's also not going to have Tyler Lockett. Take that for what it's worth. Uh, on to running backs. We've got some interesting running back matchups this week. Miami is ugly. Miles Gaskin, Philip Lindsay, Selvin Amata are all on the IR. Duke Johnson is the guy to look for this week. He's been elevated and looks like he may be getting the start as he's the only healthy running back. They know that he likes to catch the pass. Uh, and Miles Gaskin was making the bread and butter out of being a pass catching back. Second on this list, probably looking to Sony Michelle again. Daryl Henderson's on the IR or on the COVID list as well. Uh, Sony Michelle didn't have a bad game, but he didn't have a sexy game on Monday night. The Cleveland Browns here, Nick Chubb, gonna have to really shoulder the load. We talked about Nick Mullen, Nick Chubb facing the 30th ranked um, run defense of the Raiders. I think Nick Chubb's going to be the guy who they have to rely on to win this game here. Arizona, James Conner, Chase Edmonds, whoever ends up getting the job there. Uh, Edmonds still hasn't been elevated off the IR. James Conner has had a touchdown, I think, in eight straight games now or something lucrative like that. Not, not. Okay, yes. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven straight games James Conner's had a touchdown in. And... 10 games on the season so far. So James Conner's as close to a sure bet as you can get this this year. Uh, if you got him, you're going to play him. Chase Edmonds, if you got him, good luck. He's been a headache. Clyde edwards is another one of those guys you don't know what you're going to get either. He's kind of a mixed bag since coming back from injury. 15, 11, and 19. None of those have been tremendous games. Uh, they're, they're honestly given a timeshare. Obviously, they're playing tonight, so we know how that's going ahead of time. But Darrell Williams is the 23rd-ranked running back for a reason. They've been giving the ball to both guys. James Robinson. Um, James Robinson's one of the guys here. He's been awful as of late. But, obviously, as seen this morning, we no longer have to deal with that. The head coaching staff, um, uh, hopefully they'll know when they're not only running the ball eight and nine times a game. James Robinson should be worth the bang for your buck providing he's healthy and good to go this week. Um, honestly, could be a fantasy savior this week which isn't good. I'm playing against him in at least two leagues. Zeke and Tony Pollard both have big matchups. Tony Pollard was banged up last week. He didn't play. Interesting to see what the situation is. Zeke got outsnapped by Corey Clement last week. Uh, Pollard comes back. Does Pollard outsnap Zeke? We'll, we'll see how that goes. I don't know if I trust Zeke anymore. Uh, Dante Foreman. Deontay, Dante Foreman. Uh, 69th ranked. He's had some good games, some bad games. 
Um, plus 10 points last two weeks. I don't necessarily love having to start any Titans back, but if you're really needy, they're against the 25th ranked run defense of the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, really, really good matchup. If you got him, obviously you've been relying on him. Mitchell has been fire. 29.8 points in 17.4 points the last two games. Um, did miss since Cincinnati Bengals game, but they have the Falcons this week. Falcons are 24th ranked, not a, tied for the, uh, or no, they're 24th. That's right. And it's, it's a good matchup to exploit. Antonio Gibson of healthy, healthy, a good matchup as well. He gets the 23rd ranked Philadelphia Eagles. J.D. McKissick, if he comes back, another player to lean on there. Try to maybe squeeze him in if you're in a real desperate need. Javante William, this is another interesting one here. Um, Melvin Gordon. Gordon and William both put up points. Gordon has a sprained thumb. He has been limited all week with a thumb and a hip injury. If Javante Williams gets the full green light, you have to start him. I think even if it's a 50-50 split, you got to look to start him as well. He had a knee injury that did hold him out of practice today as of recording this on so Thursday. But uh, Javante Williams, the last two, last three games, 20-31-21, he has been stellar. And to the other end here, guys, maybe we want to avoid um, Singletary Moss. They have the third-ranked Panthers run defense, but also it's not like Buffalo is going to run the ball that often. Um, the New York Giants, Saquon's not been great. They have the Cowboys. They're fourth-ranked in the league. Saquon's gotten hot as of late, but he's very touchdown-dependent. Uh, he got targeted nine times against the Dolphins two weeks ago. He got targeted three times, caught all three for 31 this past game. I don't necessarily think this is Saquon here to stay. I think it's Saquon taking advantage of of what is in need and the fact that no one else with the Giants organization is scoring currently. Uh, New England Patriots, they've got a tough game on um, Saturday night. The Colts are fifth in the league. <sighs> Damian Harris has been very good. He's fallen to the 22nd ranked, and he's coming off an injury. Ramondre Stevenson started to pick up the slack, but you don't know who the starter is there. It could. This is the week they might roll out J.J. Taylor. Um... Yes, he's on the COVID list, so maybe not J.J. Taylor. But he's been on there for almost two weeks. If they pull him off, maybe it's a J.J. Taylor week. Um, the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones, tough game here, but you can't not play Aaron Jones. Uh, him and A.J. Dillon have been splitting it, but they've both been scoring when they're in. Joe Mixon, a bit of a tougher matchup as well. He's got the Broncos, but Joe Mixon's your fifth-ranked running back for a reason. Yes, the last two have been a little bit tough. Uh, the Niners were very tough on him. But coming off the stretch he was on prior, I think I'm expecting him to bounce back. I'm rolling Joe Mixon here. Carolina Panthers, Chuba Hubbard, so high on him to start the year. I don't think the team with Carolina has done anything to help him. Um, I, I called it last week. A high game for him was going to be 12 to 14 points. He came in at 9 even with a touchdown. Um, his highest score of the year in standard has been 20.4 points. And... I don't see it really changing, especially against Buffalo. So Chuba Hubbard, if you got him, find a way to not have to start him. Uh, Devonta Freeman, he's been really good as of late, but I mean, does that change with a new running back or a new quarterback? If it's Tyler Snoop Huntley, if you're not doing Lamar, and you can zone in on him being the big guy, and Lamar, and Snoop's not going to break open the game, Devonta's seeing a hit as well. Uh, the Jets, if Michael Carter comes back, you got to be in on him. Honestly, I had a game, a, a league I'm in, Michael Carter was a free agent. I had Chase Edmonds, not that I have anything against Chase Edmonds, but Michael Carter's got the best lineup in terms of easy matchups versus running back teams 
left this year. Uh, I'd rather have him on my roster than not have him at all. We're going to move on to tight end here, guys. Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones has the easiest matchup this week. Again, I don't know if that's something you want to trust. Last week, he was the only guy up. Four targets, one catch, eight yards. Uh, last time he played, four targets, three catches, 30 yards. Yes, the middle of the field when Logan Thomas first went down, nine, six, and seven targets. But it seems like as of late, they've kind of regressed off that. His last three games he started, we've seen less than six fantasy points. I'm avoiding Ricky Seals-Jones here. Um, number two option here, David Njoku, an intriguing option. Njoku seemed to find a way to put up a nice day every time he has to, including the Chargers game where he caught all seven of seven targets, 149 yards and a touchdown for almost 30 fantasy points. This past week, three of five for 35 and a touchdown with Hooper having a day as well. Well, the good news for David Njoku owners... Harrison Bryant, Austin Hooper, they both ended up on the on the COVID list. David Njoku should be your number one option in Cleveland, and they're going to need to throw the ball to somebody. So it's going to be Njoku and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, I enjoy this option this week, and I think it's worth running with. Green Bay, obviously we don't have Robert Tunyon. Josiah DeGuar has been an okay option in deeper leagues. I don't think it's anybody we want to write home about in your fantasy playoffs. Um, the Buffalo, nope. Not the Buffalo Bills, wrong, same jersey color, wrong option. Tyler Higby, the Rams, uh, he missed last week. He was put on the COVID list. His last two games have been ill-inspired, 1.3 points, 9.8 points. Um, he hasn't really had a great year at all, but he does face a very lackluster defense in the Seahawks this week. They're 29th against tight end, and quite honestly, the Rams could be looking for options. They don't got Odell. They, they don't have Bryson Hopkins. He's on the IR or he's on the COVID list, there's quite a few needs. So Higby might see an uptick in targets this week. Uh, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, decent matchup against the Colts. They're 28th in the league. Hunter Henry obviously gets an odd over Smith. He's been the better of the guys this week. Travis Kelsey's becoming tough to play, guys. He's getting a good matchup, 27th against the Chargers. He had a great matchup last week against the, Ra against the Raiders. He caught three or four passes for 27 yards. He's had 27 yards. And three catches the last two weeks. Coming back from the bye, where he came into the bye with 17, 21, and 18. It's unacceptable. He's fallen down the depths to fantasy tight end to Mark Andrews is now ahead of him. Uh, play him, but understand that obviously you're playing him tonight. And at the time of listening, game's already over. It's one of those things you had to understand. He could have been a Boston. We'll see what that stat was. Uh, Mike Gusecki, they got the Jets. Um, I mean, in an earlier meeting against Jets, he put up 10 points. Five catches on six targets, 50 yards. Uh, has not been as good as he was the early part of the season. Midway through the season, 21.5, 21.5, 18.5, 16.5. Really, really hot start here. Last couple weeks coming down to earth, 0, 10, 4.7, and 11.6. Uh, I like the option against the Jets, so I could see him being a 12-plus point floor type this week. Uh, the Saints, Adam Troutman, good news. It looks like he's opened the practice window. Bad news, we don't know if it'll be uh, this week that he comes back, given that it was a four-week timeline, and I think he really only missed three weeks. James O'Shaughnessy... Until we know how Jacksonville's going to really run, I don't know if I love him. Noah Font, good matchup this week. They get the Bengals, who are 23rd in the league. 
Uh, yes, Albert Akbuk Wanham had a better day, but Noah Font's been super consistent. Uh, we're missing Darren Waller again. Brevin Jordan's a matchup I do like. He's got the Jags. Uh, they're 20th, and Jordan has had a touchdown and 10-plus fantasy points through six starts this year. Brevin Jordan's finally starting to get hot after coming off of the coach's scratch list. On the other end, maybe we do or don't like deep matchups here. Not jumping it into here, Jack Doyle, Moali Cox, they've got the Pats. It's going to be a very, very tough matchup for them. We're going to avoid that. Detroit, Brock Wright's your guy, and I don't know if we want to jump on that. TJ Hawkinson, done for the year. Brock Wright, the last two games here, um, 10 and 5 points. So they're going to target him, but I don't know if I love him. The Cincinnati Bengals, CJ Ozuma, he's got a tough matchup this week against the Broncos. We can avoid him officially. Uh, Ian Thomas, Tommy Trumbull, another tough matchup against Buffalo. Definitely want to avoid them. Yes, Gronk had a decent day, but it wasn't anything phenomenal. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, Pat Fryermuth has the Titans. I don't dislike playing Fryermuth, though. I think he's proven that he can find a way to get open. Especially with the lack of Eric Ebron, he's been a target in the red zone. So, play Firemuth, we're okay with that. Atlanta, the same Kyle Pitts. It's the same morning I've been giving you guys week in and week out. Uh, until he can figure out a way to really beat top corner separation in the NFL, he's going to have these tougher games. He hasn't he hasn't broken anybody's mind frame here, but he's still averaging seven targets a game. Uh, since, since week four, he said seven, or he said five or more targets every game. Only dipping below five once this year with the Giants game having three targets. Um, but averaging, I mean, seven, 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 six, 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 five, eight, ten, nine. So he's getting his share of targets. It's a matter of them cashing in and getting him in the opening here. And, I mean, I don't necessarily think we need to jump on Tyler Conklin. He's been a good enough fantasy replacement. He's not their next guy going forward. Yes, a couple weeks ago he had 12.5 points, 9 targets, 7 catches, 56 yards against Detroit. But um, he's holding the spot until Irv Smith returns, let's be fair. Uh, going to receiver, though. We'll finish it up with this, guys. Uh, some real interesting matchups this week. Get this to load here. Rashad Bateman coming off of having some good games already. Bateman's got a really good matchup. Expected to see Eric Stokes here. Green Bay's secondary has not been great. Uh, almost makes you kind of want to start him a little more with Snoop Huntley. He had a better command on that offense last week. Brandon Ayuk should be as the X weapon seeing Fabian Morrow. Morrow's been getting scorched. Uh, Devontae Adam, doesn't matter where he's lining up on the field. He's playing one of the most beat-up secondaries in the league in Baltimore. you got to roll Devonta Adam this week. Don, uh, Devonta Smith, a good matchup as well. He's uh, he's expected to see some good cover. Washington's been bad. He's seen some targets go back, but with Jalen Hurts, if he's healthy, I like Smith's uh, or high side here. Allen Robinson expects to see Patrick Peterson. We can fade him, but out of the slot, you're getting Darnell Mooney and Mackenzie Alexander. I really like Darnell Mooney on Monday night. Um... DeAndre Hopkins not playing as discussed. Terry McLaren, it really scares me this week, guys. Uh, I like Scary Terry any other time. You've got McLaren against the Philadelphia secondary, who's allowed 17.9 points per game total. And he's coming off a concussion. McLaren's got me a little concerned. I kind of almost want to get rid of that. Uh, Stephon Diggs uh, gets Stephon Gilmore. An interesting game. I think Buffalo's going to exploit that. I'm not too concerned about Diggs this week. 
They're calling Kendrick Bourne as a big play here. Uh, if New England does solidify and go right side, left side, Bourne has the option, but again, who does New England actually travel with? If you're going to shift it up, anybody who's going to be free of Xavier Rhodes is, is what you're going for here. Uh, but I don't really love anything about New England this week. Odell Beckham Jr., he's not playing, obviously. Chase Claypool expected to go and see Buster Screen. Deontay Johnson obviously should have a good game. Nobody in Tennessee has been phenomenal this year. Um, the entire Washington receiver core scares me. I'll tell you this, I do like Amonor St. Brown. I don't care how good Byron Murphy's been. He's averaging about 10 points a game against. However, St. Brown's usage has been through the roof as of late. I really am on board with that. And Juwan Jennings, too. If you got him and you need a low-key player, Jennings has seen some real high side here. He's getting targets, and he's getting in a rotating door with Atlanta's secondaries, or Atlanta's secondary against slot cover. Uh, K.J. Osborne already had a big game. It's not looking likely that Adam Thielen's going to go. Osborne expected to see Xavier Crawford Big game for Osborne on the possible helm. Whoever lines Arizona slot as well. Uh, generally, Christian Kirk gets it, but if Kirk does elevate with Hopkins, you're looking at probably Rondell Moore getting a really good matchup with A.J. Parker here. And C.D. Lamb. Uh, I mean, Dallas is not getting much against him with the Giants. Lamb expected to see Jaron Williams, who's allowed 13-plus points a game. I like that option as well. Ray Ray McLeod, if you're in a, in a real deep league where you start multiple players, McLeod expect to see Elijah Molden, who's allowed almost 14 points a game, and McLeod has been seeing a ton of targets with Pittsburgh. Uh, but guys, I think that will do it. I actually, real quickly, we covered this on Wednesday, so let's get to it again. We're going to go run down the NFL updated COVID list per team here. <laughs> Now, as we're facing it, uh, the Falcons have not seen anything added. But the Falcons, Emmanuel Ellerby, Cornell Adam, or Armstrong, Quentin Bell, the Cardinals, Rodney Hudson, center. Uh, I believe he's still in the IR as well. Baltimore Ravens, Tristan Cullen, center. Buffalo Bills, Tyrell Dodson, linebacker. Carolina Panthers, Christian McCaffrey, he's on the IR and on the COVID list. Chicago Bears, Mario Edwards, Artie Byrne, Eddie Goldman, those are three starters. Allen Robinson to the COVID list. Uh, Jesse James, tight end, he's on that list now. Eddie Jackson on the list. Cincinnati Bengals, Chidobe Awuze, Riley Reef, both on this list. The Cleveland Browns, really ugly here. Kevin Stefanski, Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum, John Johnson, Troy Hill, Malik McDowell, uh, Austin Hooper, Jarvis Landry, Taka McKinley, Wyatt Teller, um, Jedrick Wills, they've got three starting offensive tackles. They're starting tight end. They're starting wide receiver. Two starting quarterbacks on this list. The Dallas Cowboys, Nashawn Wright, their third-round pick. He's on the list. Green Bay Packers starting nose tackle. Kenny Clark goes to the list. Houston Texans, not that they're doing much for anybody, but their two good linebackers, Kamu Grudger-Hill and Christian Kirksey, are both on that list. Um, Zaire Franklin, linebacker from Indy, sees the list. Kansas City, Willie Gay and Chris Jones are both on the list. They obviously missed the game tonight, as did their starting quarterback, Legereus Need. The Chargers tonight didn't have left tackle Rashad or Rashawn Slater. The Rams have 13 total players on this list now, guys. Um, it's just a mess. We've got Jalen Ram Ramsey, Rob Havenstein, OBJ, Tyrell Burgess. This is not even the fully updated Rams list. 
Uh, Rams are in danger of actually not playing, I think, this week. Bryson Hopkins, Juju Hughes, A.J. Jackson, Sebastian Joseph Day, Jordan Fuller, Daryl Williams, or Daryl Henderson, Johnny Munt uh, recently added, because I saw this one as well, um, 25 players on the reserve COVID. Browns are at, tw- or Browns and Washington are at 21. The Rams have also placed Tremaine Akram, Antonio Brooks, Bobby Evans, Jake Gervais, Von Miller, Kareem or Troy Reader, Christian Roseboom on that list. So, yeah, the, the Rams are missing a tremendous amount of players right now to COVID. 25 of 53 roster players. Miami Dolphins without Javon Holland, Philip Lindsay, Miles Gaskin, Sel- Selvin Ahmad, and Jalen Waddell, the big name added today. Minnesota Vikings, Alexander Madison, Dan- or Daniel Hunter, they're missing. The Patriots are missing Dalton Keene, Yasir Durant, Ronnie Perkins, the Giants without Kadarius Toney, John Ross, uh, Aaron Robinson, the rookie, and Dory Jackson are on that list. The Jets, without Elijah Moore, who's on the IR as well, Hamza Nasaldine, and Justin Hardy. The Eagles missing Quez Watkins and Jason Huntley. Pittsburgh Steelers missing Montrevious Adam. Seattle missing Alex Collins and Tyler Lockett. The Titans missing Des Fitzpatrick. And the Washington football team is without Jonathan Allen, Kyle Allen, Cornelius Lucas, Simis Reyes, Cam Sims, Kendall Fuller, Tim Settle, Montez Sweat, Casey Tuhill. Uh, so many big-name players, guys. So COVID's running wild. Hopefully you can get through your NFL week and uh, and avoid some of these. But until next time, guys, we thank you for tuning in. Give us a listen on Sunday mornings on our Facebook and our Twitch, Facebook at Fantasy Beasts FB Pod and Twitch at Tiki Tribe TV. And you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.